Welcome in to Long Story Short. I'm your host, Dante Furco. It is a snowy Thursday afternoon and life goes on and we're only, what, six days away from Christmas, five from Christmas Eve. Things are exciting. Right now, obviously, if you're listening on uh, posts uh, on iTunes or wherever, this is being streamed right now on Facebook Live, so... Hopefully, getting some Q and A's. So I see a couple people have already joined. Cami, Ben. Uh, if you have anything, send it in. But there hasn't been much this week in sports. Uh, Syracuse caught a win yesterday against Oakland. Uh, Jim Beheim complained that the fans were not really into the game. I think it's hard to say that as well because Syracuse is now on Christmas break. So pretty much what you're getting is people from this area, and I think student sections at any arena bring in the loudest amount of fans because they're the students and they go crazy. So I think also with Bayheim, the team's horrible. So uh, there's not much to cheer about. And you're playing Oakland, so it's a pretty pathetic team. And... Okay, so we got a question from Ben Backrack. Is it championship or bust for the Yankees this year? I was expecting a Yankees question to start off. Um, I mean, with the roster they have, you got to think it's championship or bust. But also, it's, yeah. I mean, especially since you don't really lose that many guys from last year's postseason roster. Really, all you're losing is Edwin Nicarnacion and Didi. I mean, Didi was big. Edwin was good in the Twins series. But other than that, we weren't really losing much. Um, but obviously gaining Garrett Cole, that's one of their biggest needs uh, going into the postseason. And that's what everybody talked about. They don't have the pitching. They have the hitting. They have the defense, but the pitching wasn't there. And now they got Garrett Cole, top three pitcher in the league, uh, arguably. That it – I yeah. I mean, I guess it's championship or bust. I'd say give it two years. If they don't win a championship within the next two years, then it's bust. But, uh, yeah. If the Yankees don't make it to the World Series this year, then it it was it's a failure season. They haven't been since 2009. It's been 10 years, but if they don't win again, it'd be 11. I think that's tough. Question from Cammy: Who do you think is going to play in the Super Bowl this year? I think from the NFC, honestly, I don't think it's going to be the Ravens this year. I think uh, the Ravens are too good to be true. I don't think Lamar is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I think the pressure is going to get to him in the postseason. I kind of like the Texans right now. Uh, Their defense is not there, but if they can land a guy – or not land a guy, sorry, get J.J. Watt back from injury, which there's been talk lately that he could possibly make a postseason – return I think that would be huge for the Texans and especially with a hot offense like that uh they act they took down obviously the Titans on a great team but they took down a red hot Titans team with Ryan Tannehill it's not an amazing win but I think that was a very clutch win down the stretch and big for the organization but Deshaun Watson uh is an exceptional quarterback and when you have guys like Will Fuller when he's healthy DeAndre Hopkins. Kenny Stills caught two touchdowns last game. He has been great for 
that team getting him in the Tunzel deal. Uh, but he's been good for them. I think if those three can come in the postseason and they can get production from guys like Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, they could be a team uh, that could make a postseason run. But also, with that being said, obviously you have the Patriots every year, but the Patriots aren't the same team they used to be. You look at uh, what teams have done to them lately. The Ravens beat them. I believe the Texans beat them. Yeah, the Texans beat them. And they're just not the same team they used to be. And Brady's not at the level he used to be. Obviously, Brady's a different guy in the postseason. But at the same time, are the Patriots going to... Is is this the end of their dynasty? Maybe. I hope so. But I, I can't see them. So honestly, I think it could come down to... Ravens, Houston. I like both those teams. Two young quarterbacks. I don't think the Bills have a chance. Honestly, don't think they have a chance. I don't think their offense is good enough. Their defense is great, but Josh Allen is young and inexperienced. I don't think he has what it takes yet to make it to the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna take Houston out of the AFC bowl prediction. NFC, uh, I'm gonna say. I want to say. The Saints, but with the 49ers, how well their offense and defense plays, they have a shot. They beat the Saints two weeks ago, uh, I believe, in New Orleans, and they're too to mess with. But then they went to, uh, they played the Falcons, and they lost. So it's like, what team are you going to get? But Jimmy Garoppolo has been a great quarterback this season. They got great production out of their running backs this season. They've It's kind of trickled off. Uh, with Tevin Coleman and Brita, but you've gotten great production out of uh, Mosert, uh, who's actually their like fourth string running back, uh, if you include Jarek McKinnon, who, uh, how do I say this? He suffered a season-ending injury, I believe in the preseason. And so, yeah. But they, I think a big move for them at the trade deadline was acquiring Sanders, and that's what they needed. I talked about it for weeks that the 49ers needed a wide receiver. They can't rely on Kittle all game, and Kittle has been a huge part of their offense this year, and I think getting Sanders took a lot of pressure off Kittle and Garoppolo because Kittle was getting double-teamed, and with that, now guys are focusing on Emmanuel Sanders as well. And Debo Samuels has been hot for the 49ers lately. He has been a big part of their season and getting the odds we need to. So I think I'm going to say Texans 49ers. I think we are turning over the tables on Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think last year was their uh, uh, last year in the Tom Brady era in the Super Bowl. So. On to the next question. Ben asks again, does Lindor get traded? If so, where? I don't know. Because I saw reports that, obviously a few weeks ago, Lindor is going to be on the move. And then a week later, you see it's very unlikely they move Lindor. And then obviously with the Kluber trade, uh, I think it's less likely now because it'd be tough to give away Lindor and Kluber. But then yesterday, I'm, see- I, I'm seeing reports uh, like if the Yankees don't, or uh, like what the Yankees should do is go after Lindor, and that there's a chance that that could possibly happen. But 
I don't know. It, I feel like it's up in the air. I don't think it's going to happen by the season, uh, start of the season. I think it could happen by maybe the end of training camp or at the trade deadline in July. July, I believe, yeah. But I don't think it's going to happen right away. Do I think it's going to be the Yankees? I don't think so. I think it'd be smart for them. I think maybe a team like the Dodgers could go after him as well as maybe a team like the Mets. I know that probably excites you to say, or to hear, sorry. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think Lindor is going to be interesting. It could be also a team that just comes out of nowhere, uh, like a team like the Pirates who uh, has some prospects to give up and they'd be willing to. But you also look at that team like the Dodgers who have so many guys they can give up, like Lux, May, uh, Vertigo. There's just so many guys they can give up. And the same thing with the Yankees is they have guys like Florial. Uh, Garcia, Frazier, I mean, I don't think they need Frazier, but there's just so many guys they have the ability to give up and that can make an impact possibly right away for them. But, yeah. Kimmy asks again, uh, what do you think for SU basketball, football, uh, recruitment, how long-term does it look? Uh, well, I don't think Syracuse basketball is going up uh, with their recruiting. They actually landed Kadari Richmond, great uh Recruit, I think he could definitely help out the basketball team. But SU is also very young. They're very young. And other than guys like Dolajai and Sidibe and uh, Hughes, their impact players, they're young. Beheim's young. Uh, you have Gerard. And I, I just think I don't, it, it's too hard to see. They're young. And football, who knows uh, how DeVito is going to come out next year. I was so excited to see him this year uh, after how highly uh, recruited he was in high school, winning the Elite Eight quarterback tournament over uh, quarterbacks who we see going in the draft this year. So I, I, I think I'm neutral. I, I, I don't know where I see them going. Clay asked, who is better for the playoffs, Lakers or Clippers? The question is... Uh, who are we going to get? Kawhi barely plays. Kawhi's on loads management like every other night. And I think that's going to hurt their seeding when it comes playoffs because they could be at a one seed. But when Kawhi rests uh, a game every week and you take the loss, it's like you're losing games and they could be right there with the Lakers. I believe they have eight losses right now while... Lakers have four, uh, but I, I I think the Lakers are better prepared for the playoffs. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and I don't think Anthony Davis. Oh, he's made playoffs once. They lost to the Warriors when he had, I believe it went to five games. Uh, but I think the Lakers are better prepared. But the Clippers also uh, are fresh off a playoff appearance last year. Lakers haven't been in a few years now. You have Kawhi who won the NBA Finals last year and uh, is fresh off a, a playoff run. I think Kawhi uh, has a chance to lead the Clippers to a championship, but I don't think it's this year. I think the Lakers are looking very good this year uh, with AD and LeBron, and you've also been getting great play from Dwight Howard. 
which is crazy to say. Dwight Howard's been, uh, he hasn't been obviously what he used to be, but he's been a great productive uh, backup center for them. You also have McGee putting in great minutes and uh, Danny Green. I think they should try to make a trade at the deadline to get a better point guard. I know Rajon Rondo's getting old and he's productive, but you can also move a guy like Kuzma. Kuzma hasn't been what everybody expected this season. He's been productive, but I think you ask more out of him, especially when a lot of the guys other than AD and LeBron, they're all old. McGee, Howard, Rondo, Bradley. Uh, so I think they, if they can, they gave away a lot of draft picks, so that's out of the question, giving away draft picks uh, for a trade. But if they can, I'd move Kuzma and get a uh, young shooting guard or point guard. Uh, Casey at Rogers asks, who wins the college football playoff championship? I don't know. I, I think it's going to be uh, Ohio State versus LSU. But the question is, could a team like Oklahoma upset LSU? Oklahoma's looked good this year. I believe uh, their one... I can't remember exactly who their one loss is to, but this is the first year that they've actually had a defense in uh, the college football playoffs. Uh it's always been Baker. You had Baker, you had Kyler Murray, and it's just been their explosive offense coming alive in the college football playoffs. And finally, they have actually a solid defense, I would say one of the top in the league. And the question is, can they upset an LSU team who hasn't been to the college football playoffs? I believe it's, what, the fifth year now? Or fifth year? And they haven't been here once, and... Oklahoma has guys in that offense who have been here, what, three out of the uh, five years of the college football playoffs. And I think that could come definitely in handy in this postseason. But I'm going to say LSU versus Ohio State in the national championship. I think it's – I I think Ohio State could win it. I do. I think Fields is an exceptional quarterback – Chase Young on the defense, and I just think they're more well-rounded. But also LSU has a lot of great offensive weapons that they can go to, and it takes off the stress off of Burrow. But also, I feel like this could be a storybook ending, so to say, with Joe Burrow winning the Heisman, winning, what, College Football Player of the Year? Uh, And then also possibly the first overall pick and then if he has a national championship onto that I just think with how things go in sports it's like 30 for 30 in 10 years Uh, what if I told you this guy transferred from Ohio State won a national championship Heisman number one overall pick and so I'm gonna take LSU I'll take LSU I switch from Ohio State uh what's your opinion on James Wiseman leaving Memphis What's your opinion on Jalen? Man, I see it in so many different ways. The NCAA is doing something wrong, and I think they need to figure it out. I think it's a a touchy subject with college athletes being paid. I think they shouldn't be completely paid to play, but I believe they should with sponsorships because if you 
are a big name player like say Zion, you're gonna get money from say shoe deals and stuff like that. And I think Wiseman as well. And I think Wiseman just got screwed. And also, uh, the coach that gave him the money wasn't even hired at Memphis yet. This was when they were in high school. And it, 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 it's, it's just an interesting situation. And then they're making him pay, I believe, uh, was it $12,000 to his charity of choice. He can do it over a time. And I think with him dropping out of Memphis that, like, will, will he have to pay it? Will, and then will the NCAA force Memphis to pay it? But also, uh, now Wiseman can start making money because he's not under the NCAA rules. Will he be able to pay it off then? I think it's going to be interesting to see what the NCAA makes him do or what they make Memphis do uh, in terms of going through with those donations. But I, I think it'll be interesting to see. Justin asks... What was the team of the decade for baseball? What was the team of the decade for baseball? That's a tough question. I've, I'm going to pull up some stats for this and see. Uh, because I think you can make an argument for the Red Sox. You could make an argument... That's tough. Obviously, I don't. Obviously, you can't say the Yankees because they didn't win uh, a World Series this decade. But I think you can throw the Red Sox up there. Uh, I think you can throw. I'm just trying to think of some teams from the early 2010s. So possibly, I was gonna say San Francisco Giants. Winning it in 2010-2012. You also have the Cardinals who uh, were in the World Series 2011 and 2013. But also Giants making the World Series. It's tough. Uh, I might have to go with the Giants. Giants slash Cardinals. I mean, they were in the World Series, what, three times each? If Ben's in here, what do you think for who is the team of the decade? I think that's tough because there's so many different things you can look at. And also the Giants haven't been in the World Series in a few in years now. And I don't know. But I think you could definitely put the Red Sox up there. You could also... Uh, I mean, the Dodgers have had some good runs. They haven't won it all, but they've been a solid uh, team pretty much all 10 years, uh, mainly recently. But Giants or Astros? I was thinking Astros. Yeah, Giants won the three World Series. But also the Astros, with what they did with that uh, organization winning the World Series and then making it back, uh, I think they're definitely up there. But, Ben, do you not think Cardinals? I think Cardinals could definitely be considered. Uh, I don't think uh, they own up to the Giants, but I think the Cardinals definitely could be considered. Uh, any more questions? But, yeah, t while there's no question, I just want to touch on uh, 
some predictions for this week in the NFL. Uh, big game Monday night between the Packers and Vikings. If the Vikings win, they are tied with the Packers for first place in the NFC North. Uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, if Vikings win, they do not take first, but they still have the chance to win because of uh, the Packers having a better conference record or division record against Lions and Bears. So week 17 is going to be big against the I cannot think the Lions. So that's going to be big. So Minnesota is going to be really rooting for if they can get the win on Monday, they'll be rooting for the Lions to beat the Packers cuz then they will take sole possession of first place in the NFC North, which could also result in a first-round bye, depending on Seattle and San Francisco, as well as the Saints. But also, San Francisco takes on Seattle Week 17. Cardinals should be up there. Only one world ch- one, Yeah, I know. NFL division winner predictions. Um, let me pull it up real quick. I think the NFC North, it's going to be, no matter uh, if the Vikings win this weekend, it's going to be tough for them because of how bad the Lions are at this point for the Packers to lose back-to-back games. So I think the Packers are going to come out of the NFC North. Vikings are obviously going to make the playoffs uh, unless something crazy happens, so they'll get the wild card spot. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to take the NFC East. Philadelphia, I, I, I think it could be a blowout this weekend. Philadelphia's defense is just horrendous. Their offense is very hurt. You have Jordan Howard out, Alshon Jeffries out, Aguilar is always week to week, Deshaun Jackson's gone. Uh, out for pretty much season other than one game. And they're very short on players right now, and I think that's going to be tough going against the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys, they're really not a bad team. They just lose. Like, they're one of those teams where you look at them on paper, and they're a solid team. But somehow you look at their record, and they're 7-7. and They have one of the top off-rated offenses in the league. We have a guy like Amari Cooper... Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who's been on fire lately, four touchdowns in his last two games. Two touchdowns uh, two weeks ago and then two touchdowns last week against the Rams. Uh, Looking at the NFC South, uh, obviously Saints already clinched that. NFC West, I think the Seahawks are going to clinch this one and take down the 49ers. Uh, To win the NFC West, I think the 49ers are going to be a wildcard team. The question is whether... They are the five or six. It's going to depend on their conference and division record. But if they go to three and two, losing to Seattle, or sorry, four four and two after a loss to Seattle, they will be tied with Minnesota if Minnesota can win out the season. And then they'll also be eight and three in their conference, which would be tied with Minnesota. So I'm not sure where it goes after that. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. And the NFC is just stacked this year. 
the top-rated teams that everybody looks at are all in the NFC. You have Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle, San Francisco, Minnesota, and then the horrendous NFC East. And then looking at the AFC, Kansas City obviously is going to come out of the AFC West. I think Houston's going to come out of the AFC South. And they also have, if it comes to a tie with the Titans, they have a better divisional record with Tennessee at 2-3 and three and Houston at 4-1. and one. Baltimore already clinched the AFC North. I think we could see Pittsburgh coming at a wildcard spot. It's going to be very hard in the AFC East for the Patriots to lose uh, that division to the Bills because even if the Bills win on Sunday, uh, they will be tied, but uh, New England would have to uh, lose the final two games of their season, and that's too tough for them to do. Um, so I think obviously the Patriots come out of the AFC. Send in Q and A's. We'll be sitting here for a couple more minutes. Uh, yeah, but I think pretty much all of the divisions are locked up, other than the NFC East. Uh, but I think the Cowboys. Unfortunately, I see Clay just joined that I do think the Cowboys will run away with the NFC East after a win this weekend. Uh, so I think there's a lot of things to look out for uh, in the next coming week are seedings between teams uh, with Minnesota, Seattle, San Francisco, and then who comes in at the wild card in the AFC. Are you going to see Star Wars? No. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I heard bad reviews on it. Uh, so I'm not that interested in going. I would love to go see Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell looks very good. Uh, the movie trailer looks good. And I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I also just saw Jumanji. Uh, the second, well, technically the third, but the second of this little mini series with like The Rock, Kevin Hart, uh, Jack Black. Uh, that was all right, but nah, I won't be seeing Star Wars. Uh, I mean, maybe if there's people who are going, but I'm not that interested. So I think that's where I'm going to end it here on Long Story Short. Look out for. The episode to be uploaded. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast streaming platforms, as well as Anchor. That's the main uh, place where I publish. But thank you for tuning in and asking questions.